Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, no big announcements for you all this time around, uh, so just a real quick recap of what happened last time uh, before we get into today's new episode. So, uh, travelling separately to the annual Harvest End Festival being held in the village of Alfred Mill, uh, we met our three adventurers, Fane, an elven cleric of the Raven Queen, Celeste, a Janassi sorcerer, and Erebus, an Aracocra druid. After Fane unexpectedly found himself embroiled in the opening ceremonies of the festival, uh, he found the stress a little too much and was sick behind the stage <laughs> as the village's mayor hastily declared the festival open. Uh, Erebus quickly set himself up as an attraction all of his own, and uh, Celeste wandered into a storytelling tent and couldn't resist disrupting the efforts of the teenager running it. Uh, her efforts uh, soon drew the attention of Fane and Erebus, uh, who mistook the chanting of small children for a dangerous undead cult and rushed to investigate. <laughs> uh, misunderstandings all cleared up, and now all acquainted with one another, uh, Fane and Celeste uh, partook of the services of a fortune teller named Madame Astra, who answered their questions about their place in the world and the future that might await them. And meanwhile, while all this was going on, Erebus entered a cheese rolling competition and was quickly disqualified for cheating. Uh, the trio's afternoon of fun was cut short, however, as Jake, the son of the farmer who Celeste had been staying with, arrived shouting for help and in the company of an injured dwarf. Uh, he informed the group that strange creatures had appeared within the mine of Alehand's Folly and attacked the dwarves and his father, Oscar, taking them away deeper into the mine. Swearing to return Oscar to Jake, uh, the three then left the Harvest End Festival behind them, setting their sights on Alehand's Folly and whatever dangers may lie within. That's pretty much where we left off last time, so without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Okay, so Erebus, you're you're flying a little bit ahead, but um, are you sort of keeping a magic? Of course, are you kind of? (laughs) That needs to be in there. That's every adjective for every single action. Okay. Um, You don't fly, you glide. (laughs) I saw, ma'am. I saw. You saw. (laughs) Are you kind of keeping an eye on where the horses are as well? No. No? Okay. All right. It's as I say, it's about twelve to fifteen miles from the village to the the mine. Had good rest the day before. Good to know. Good to know. Um, but you're you're a little bit faster than the horses. Um, what's your flying speed? Fifty feet? Did you say? I believe it's fifty foot. Yeah. So yeah, you're a little bit faster than horses. I think uh, you guys can keep up fairly well on the horses. But Erebus is always just that little bit ahead of you. In a majestic um, manner. We yeah, can't go majestically. Like, we can't go ahead as the sea eagle fly, so we're like. No, no, no. You got to follow the winding road, yeah. um, which isn't too treacherous at all or anything. But it's not really like a main kind of main kind of thoroughfare. It's kind of a bit of a trackway because there's not really any other kind of major sort of villages or towns this way. It's pretty much just uh, the mine is the next thing before you hit the mountains, basically. So. The, the distance it is, it does actually take you probably a couple of hours to get there. 
um, even sort of pushing the horses a little hard because of the windingness of the road and that and everything. You have to cross over a small bridge over to the other side of the river and then cross back where it joins up to some tributaries. It's, you know, it's a, it's much easier for Erebus is what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I make you all very painfully aware yeah. of that fact. You occasionally fly back to remind us. I do like little um, just arcs and sky, like little just yeah. backflips as I'm like praise me puny ones and then i keep going doing a barrel roll yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah sounds fun i occasionally just turn upside down fly over them and like a... <laughs> you could have taken the easy way but no but no you didn't evolve wings yep. yeah. <laughs> the easy way yeah the um, easy way um so yeah after a couple of hours i mean you the three of you make it to the entrance way to uh the small dwarven mine known as alehan's folly Erebus, you get there a little bit ahead, but as you say, you've been kind of looping back and things a little bit. You guys slow me down so far. The horses. <laughs> Less majestic. We need more majestic horses for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> for the last mile or so, uh, the path has actually been a little bit slower for the horses because it's been sort of winding its way up a kind of uh, up a little sort of mountain pass. Um, you're not fully into the mountains. You're kind of still in the foothills, but things are getting steeper and stuff. Eventually you crest uh, a ridge and you can see the entrance way to the mine flanked on either side by two pretty big kind of spoil heaps where the dwarves have clearly just been kind of dumping any rubbish sort of out front. Um, and the the actual entrance way to the mine is a little bit kind of crude but it's kind of an obvious sort of doorway in the side of the side of the mountain. I mean, the, the, you know, if you, you, you could see it easily enough with the spoil heaps though, sort of either side of it. Um, it does appear from your vantage point, even as you approach, that it, there's no light shining from inside. Um, I'm going to kind of like grip my shield a bit more tightly and then it kind of starts glowing and cast light on it. Okay. So my shield is kind of acting as, acting as a... Like a full-on like t- massive torch, basically. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> the whole, so the whole, the whole shield's lighting up. Um, I'm going to have a check, so I'm not sure whether it lights up the whole thing. Or if um, it just kind of... Yeah. <laughs> you touch one object that's no larger than 10 feet in any dimension. Uh, until the spell ends, the object sh- sheds bright light from a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to have it be like... I'm going to have it like, be like a, a faint grey kind of colour. Okay. So, so not, not like a massive torch, just yeah, as a kind so of... Yeah, so it's not just like, poof, like blinding. Yeah. Just to have a bit of something to see with. Yeah, so we can okay. see details a bit better. So, stepping inside. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the, the first thing you see is uh, a fairly kind of roughly hewn um, sort of corridor heading into the mountain. The, the floor's fairly um, fairly smooth and there's sort of signs that it's, this sees a lot of traffic. There's kind of things sort of stacked against walls and stuff uh, that you can see where um, Oscar and Jake had started to offload the, um, the supplies. There's, there's a few of the crates that you, uh, <laughs> Celeste, you recognise that they look like the, the things you saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, just, literally just inside the entranceway. Um, uh, in the light of uh, Fane's uh, illuminated shield, you do see, uh, just beyond these supplies, a fairly prominent uh, blood stain on the ground. Uh, it does look mostly dried, however. Um, you're not sure if this is where the uh, the dwarf that um, Jake helped was, you know, or or what, there's no way to tell at this point, but it does look like there's been some kind of a skirmish in here. There's a couple of doors on either side of this corridor. At the far end of it, there's a rather large sort of, it looks like they've kind of riveted like a set of kind of iron gates almost into the um, into the stone of the, of the mountain. 
you guess that could be the way down into the mine proper, but uh, yeah. Are there any other signs of battle? I mean, the, it, the place does look a little bit of a mess. There's, as I say, there's a couple of bloodstains and stuff. But no, no bodies. No sign of any bodies that you can see in this first corridor. Mm. You do recall that um, the, the dwarf had said that they were taking people away. Yeah. I mean, shall we as uh, quickly or quietly as possible try and approach the trying to approach the door yeah okay. um i'm going to approach stealthily okay well, the 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 gates at the far end like i say the, there's a couple of doors on either side of where you um where you come in oh it's like multiple sets uh, yeah uh just just so we're clear then um so leading in from the entrance way that you just came in uh, is a wide uh quite long corridor uh, with this sort of set of iron gates at the far end um on the right hand side of the corridor there are two doors uh, both closed uh, fairly evenly spaced out and on the left hand side there is a single closed door closer to the entrance and then quite near the far end kind of close to the the sort of mine gates there's a sort of wider archway that sort of leads off into the left uh, which has no doors um you can't really see any sources of light although there are one or two dropped torches on the ground that have gone out i'm gonna cast divine sense mm -hmm. um so basically i'll know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 foot I mean, or anything affected by a hallow spell. Hello. Basically, Hello. I can detect good or evil. <laughs> good and evil. You do not detect anything. <laughs> As I realise we're about to sneak, I stop my light spell from going off. Okay. Realising that I'm just a big fucking beacon of light if I'm trying to sneak up. Sure. Uh, have you, You've got low light vision. I've got dark vision. You've I'm got 60 dark feet vision. Enough. 60 feet. So you can still see. I can still see. It was just more like just in in kind of grayscale. Yeah. So, uh, what's the what's the plan? Smaller door. Will I fit? Yeah, I mean, the, um, that's a good question. I didn't thought that. Not it's not all kind of dwarf scale. Um, they're not kind of building stuff. Um, just like five feet tall. Um, it's as much as that would be kind of maybe practical for them. It's kind of classic sort of dwarven architecture where it's almost like oversized for them if, if you know what I mean like the old dwarven halls even though the doors themselves are maybe topping out at about five five and a half feet um, the halls themselves are massive and huge and while this is just a small little outpost you get the feeling it's kind of the, the sort of the design style is kind of ingrained in how they kind of put stuff together so yeah the doors are still you could easily they kind of regular sized doors <laughs> I don't know okay. other way to put it yeah um, uh, this might be a practical thing as well in terms of like you don't know in terms of moving like if, the, if this is a mine they're only gonna help themselves by having larger doors for moving more stuff through um, so yeah it's not like a tiny hole in the in the side of the mountain this is you know it's a it's a decent size should we split up and look for look at individual rooms or seeing what they did to that Dwarf. I don't know whether that would be the best idea. Oh, that's true. Uh, safety numbers. Mm. Hug the shield a bit closer to me, <laughs> realizing we're in quite a dangerous space. I mean, if we find any doors that aren't welcoming to us, I do have some less priestly uh, skills that can allow me to gain entry into a room. Mm, you're not all bad. Uh, he doesn't really smile, but like there's definitely a look of, oh thank god. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm preening at this point. Mm, of course you are. <laughs> I mean, do I hear anything coming through? I'm quite perceptive. Uh, make a perception check. What did, um, like, both Jake and... I can't remember the dwarf's name. Uh, Gordron. Did they say anything about where these things were coming from? They said or? they came down... Um, so two of the other dwarves... They found kind of a tunnel. Yeah, they yeah. were. They acted, They kind of knocked in. They were mining down on one of the galleries down in the mine, and uncovered a sort of tunnel, sort of side tunnel. They didn't really go into detail on that, so you just. I mean, you're not entirely sure what that could mean. Whether it was like something buried, or whether they've just knocked through and found a cavity. It could be anything. Um, and they sort of seemed to be these things were coming from in there. At least from the sort of hurried. Ex- explanation that was given okay the more direct route would be going down then i suppose unless we want to search for survivors up in if we search some of the rooms first or some of the we go through like take the paths um and then because we know that whatever is doing the attacking is coming from is below we'll deal with that when we get to it Let's just find survivors first. Agreed. Left? Sure. We'll hit the closest door on the left. Closest door on the left, okay. I'm going to clink, clink, see if it's locked. Uh, It doesn't appear to be locked, it's just quite a heavy door. Oh, what did you get on that perception check, by the way? Oh, 11. 11. (laughs) I rolled a (laughs) 3. Seems pretty quiet in here. Yeah, I can't hear anything. We're good. Open the door. Okay. So, you open the door to reveal uh, another sort of side corridor. Um, On one wall, actually, the first thing you notice, there is actually a lit torch uh, still, but it does look like it's kind of nearly down to sort of the embers and uh, isn't really giving off a lot of light. Um, Your eyes, as you step into the corridor, however, are immediately drawn through another open doorway on your left, uh, immediately off this side corridor. Um, The open doorway seems to show a kind of wide sort of room uh, the main feature of which uh, appears to be a series of waist-height sort of stone slabs arranged around the walls. Um, have any of you had any experience with dwarves, would you say, in the past? No. No? Possibly if I passed, if I've... I say pass. Have I stole? if I've accidentally <laughs> stolen from any, like, merchant carts or anything? But no, I that, would, that after... wouldn't really apply in this No, situation. I mostly go after food, so probably not. No. Okay, well, Fane, I would say... If anything, they remind you of the slabs in the um, mortuary back in uh, Sur Uh This might be where either one of their burial rooms that they've excavated or where they place things on top of. I'm not sure. Looking, there are a few kind of um, chests and things in this room as well. A few kind of personal belongings scattered here and there. There's some chest or anything. Do we want to go looting through people's things? Is this a death room? Is, when I see when I see like personal belongings, do I see beds? Is like, in like this is sleep bed chambers, or is in like this is what? I don't illustrate. This could be a bed chamber. You've never seen a dwarven bed chamber. That's a good point. <laughs> could be a barracks. There's no like bedding that you can see, really. But like all these chests are kind of by each of them, and they are closed. But they're kind of stone slabs, kind of. They're in lines, sort okay. of thing. Um, I mean... Don't go through them. Bad things will happen. Don't go through them. Yeah. Let's, Let's try the leave. other Let's try the other room. Okay. 
we shuffle out. Okay. <laughs> Shuffling out of that bit. Also on that small corridor, there are two do- two doors on your right hand side of that bit. On the on this is still on the offshoot one where you've turned left into yeah. this one. On your left was that one. These ones are actually doored. These ones and are closed. I'll hit the one on the left. Someone hit the one on the right. Yeah. I take my head out from under my wing because I've just been picking this whole time. Yeah. Have you been follow? Have you followed them in, or are you just been I have, standing? I've just me? been kind of stood there, just like pruning, because yeah. I've been flying for a little while. So hey, you I got, got to rest up. Yeah, yeah, I got twigs, um, and that's not majestic. Maybe some um, bugs as well. Just no, bugs would not dare tarnish these feathers. Not like to hitch a no, no, ride. No, 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 no. <laughs> they glide straight off. This is the level of sheen that these. I'm still getting used to it. You know that level of sheen. Mm. Yeah, it takes <laughs> some getting used level. to. You. Yeah. yeah. These are some unreal sheen levels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll go right. Okay. I'll, um, I'll hit left. All right. Well, well let's go with Erebus first. Um, so, uh, yeah, again, th- this door, it doesn't seem to be locked. If anything, it looks sli- it's slightly kind of ajar, like it was kind of... I kick it open. Okay. Fully, like... Taloned foot, like... <laughs> Taloned foot. Okay, it's pretty heavy, but you do manage to get a good kick in and the door swings open. Again, no light really in here, but some filters in from from the outside where that that kind of dying brazier is. You can see a couple of empty weapon racks, a couple of full weapon racks, a sort of stack of shields, and if you didn't know any better, it looks like a kind of... It looks like somebody had taken six crossbows and hammered them onto a cart, but they'd also chopped the cart in half. So it's sort of... It looks like someone was tinkering with with something in here. Okay. You get you get the feeling of an armory of sorts. Aha, puny humans. <laughs> I just kind of... It doesn't lead anywhere, it's just a room, isn't it's it? It's just one room, that one, yeah. Can I look at the craftsmanship? I can't speak. Craftsmanship? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, make an investigation check for me. Four. Four? They appear, to be, they appear to be made of some kind of material. <laughs> I am astute. Yeah. <laughs> Look, these are solid. Yeah. That's about all you can tell. <laughs> puny four. humans with their puny tools. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of shuffle back out. Yeah, okay. Uh, left hand room. Yep. Um, I'm going to check the lock. Mm-hmm. Just, well, to go, is, if this there is a lock. Does, this one does seem to be locked. Okay. I reach into my boot and pull out my tool, my two um, hastily made uh, lockpicks. Okay. Do you have proficiency in? I do. Okay. Because right. I have the urchin background. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so make a. Uh, this is a dex check with proficiency, isn't it? I think. Yes. Yeah. So plus six. Okay. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. That's good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's been Jesus some. Uh, there's been some lower ones happening. Um, I'm not throwing shade or anything. Just, you, know, <laughs> you did just roll a four. Sprinkle that. My, highest, my highest roll was I mean, 11. So. I rolled a five. I have a minus one okay, on my investigation. Well, that's not quite so bad. It's worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you, it is locked, but you, you've sort of... You've had a bit of time on the streets. You've jimmied a few locks open here yeah. or there. This is a little bit of an unfamiliar design in general, but the kind of the concepts are the same. And there's a kind of heavy... You kind of tinker with it for a few seconds then there's a kind of heavy Tongue clunk sticking out yeah yeah <laughs> there's a sudden sort of heavy clunk and the door kind of swings slightly open I 
push it open. Push it open. Okay, so it's it's a slightly it's a smaller room than the the kind of one with all the slabs in. This one also has a uh, slab in it up against the wall, just a singular one. Um, and there are three crates against one wall. Um, what looks like an empty weapon rack, just a single one. And there's just again a few slightly nicer possessions scattered here and there. There's a desk on one side with um, quite a lot of paperwork sat on it. I poke my head out and I go, this room looks like it belongs to someone important. It's not what we're here for, let's keep going. I assure you they're not as important as me. I just cream. <laughs> <laughs> I just give a small nod. I I just give a quick give a quick once over. Once over, yeah, with my, my keen elven sight. Okay, what are you looking for specifically? Like, have you got a th- like a type of thing in mind that you're looking for? Just otherwise? anything that stands out as being either like of particular potential value, or if there's like any, I'm being very vague. <laughs> um, I mean, you got no idea what's in the. There's some chests in there, so you don't know what's in them. You know what? I'm just the gonna, weapon rack is empty, like I say. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a quick, just quick peek in those chests. Okay, uh, well, it, it very quickly becomes apparent to you that they are locked. Oh, I don't want to leave. You can you can try and, uh, you can try and jimmy it if you want. Try and pick the middle one. Middle one? Okay. 20. Make a dex saving throw. Yay! Oh, no. no. I've been waiting for this. It's a natural one. Natural one? Dude, okay. how? <laughs> so you're jimmying through the locks and that, you know, the 20 is pretty good. But <laughs> natural one though. As as you <laughs> I'm so happy it was me. As you, <laughs> you just about think you're just about getting the mechanism open. There's a click and a small uh, blade shoots out into your hand from inside the mechanism. Hey, first damage. <laughs> first damage. Why do you sound so happy? Because I'm the healer. <laughs> you take three points of piercing damage. It's this blade kind of out into your hand. It's not a lot, but it's like it's basically like a little kind of left or dagger right thing to be, uh, left hand. Well, you're bracing it on the top, I assume. This thing just kind yeah, of yeah, he's right-handed. Yeah, yeah. This thing just kind of shoots upwards. <laughs> There's a small like wince. Yeah. <laughs> um, I literally just tear off a bit of my cloak and just wrap it around my okay, hand, right. like very yeah, yeah. there. But and the then, uh, the chest is open. I then open up the chest. Okay, inside you find... There is a coin pouch in there. Uh, Straight away. Okay. Uh, I now have money. <laughs> you now have money, just in general as a concept? <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I start. I was like, I could roll for what like a cleric has or what like an urchin might have, but I was just like, no, so I have no money. <laughs> like, I literally have none. <laughs> now you have a thousand gold. Ooh, that was worth being stabbed for. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hey, if I could have that in real life. Oh god, I would be. Yeah. I would, go, I would stab myself for a thousand bits of gold. We're not going for this. <laughs> I would say the thought occurs to you as well that that's quite a lot of money. And this is, um, I mean, this is supposedly a friendly outpost. <laughs> I'm not making any moral judgments, I'm just saying. There's also a stack of uh, stone tablets in there which are engraved with a quite complicated series of dwarven runes I don't suppose you speak dwarvish I do not, I can barely read Okay, <laughs> just in, in general again, yeah. street urchin yeah, with a yeah. minus one to intelligence, it makes sense yeah, 
So you don't know what they say. You recognise them in context clues that these is probably this is probably dwarvish runes, but you you have no. Um... I leave them. Okay. I I just take the gold. All right. Uh, and you li- I then leave. That was leave just my room? one okay. thing. All right. Yeah. The gold pouch secreted away. Yeah. My uh my satchel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where are we going next? The two of you didn't see. I take it. We we did you follow him into that? Okay. You you didn't see him doing some pilfering. I went back to pruning. <laughs> this is not my environment. Okay. <laughs> I want to try and see what's like further on. Yeah. Wait, is it is it like a longer corridor? Or so is yeah, it the, the corridor itself the kind of heads further into the mountainside. Uh, if you're stepping back into the main corridor, um, and now you're a little further down from the entranceway, you can see that the wider archway on the left hand side, kind of closer to the gates, opens into a, a large sort of storage room of sorts. And uh, sort of in there, there's some large piles of what could be sort of raw ore and things. Um, uh, Celeste doesn't have a lot of mining expertise, I would guess. <laughs> oh, no, no. no there's a lot of stuff in there that looks like it's been mined. Okay. Uh, and there's a couple of like racks with tools on them on the side, mm-hmm. but uh, you don't know what any of it's for, really. It just seems it looks like a kind of storage room. There is a kind of softly burning kind of forge at one end, um, but it's sort of low, hot coals rather than a kind of fiery sort of you know thing. No signs of movement in there. Um, as I say, the main corridor kind of goes through some gates and that sort of seems to be, passageway seems to be sort of sloping downwards. There's also a couple of doors on the other side. Um, again, you don't hear anything in them, through them, but... Um, Might as well just go through the gates, yeah, through the like gates. down the main corridor. Yeah. I assume that it's going to be exactly the same the other side as it was this side with the same sort of rooms. I don't think it's worth anything. I mean, I imagine so. I don't have much experience... Um, in these uh, mines there, but uh, yeah, I'd say we go straight on the How's the hand? Oh, it's fine, just not much of a <clears throat> rider. There's <laughs> a cramp. Okay. And such. Okay. Yep. Let's go. Can I get a perception check from you, Celeste? Real quick. Should I roll de- deception? Or uh, if, you want, just... if you want to be hiding it. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> not, ter- not terrible. Uh, 18. 18? Ah, 10. 10, okay. Yeah, he looks to be, he's trying to kind of hide it, but like there's mm-hmm. like some fresh blood on that. Like a bit of robe that he's kind of clearly just torn off and, and wrapped around it. Okay. So. Can you, you do your little. I mean, you guys might and... get. You guys might get hit. I don't want to waste all myself. Oh, well, that's actually very thoughtful of you. Right, well. Let's go. <laughs> like, she does not do people. She no. does not human interaction. I feel like this What's is a whole that? party of people who don't do people. <laughs> she likes her goats, and she'll have a whole goddamn conversation oh, yeah. with her goats when it comes to people. Slick Ted is the he's... Slick Ted can give up some conversation, man. <laughs> he can do a kickflip as well. If yeah, you give him a skateboard. He's, like, he's just a badass little goat. <laughs> <laughs> he is the goat. He is the goat. Capitalized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trademarked. He is his own brand. Yeah. Yes. Slick Ted. <laughs> I want a Slick Ted t-shirt. <laughs> so heading down through the gates then. Yes. You see as you head down the corridor, it's kind of it's definitely sloping downwards now. There's more signs of disturbance. You see another couple of uh sort of small blood patches. You pass a couple of dropped weapons. Um, which 
structure is a little odd. You don't know a huge amount about dwarves, but you know they're the kind to not really discard their weapons if there's a fight going on. Um, so it structures odd that the weapons are on the ground and there's no sign of a dwarf, you know, clinging to it in death or anything. That mm-hmm. seems, it's a bit strange. Um, a couple of battle axes, a couple of short swords, a couple of shields. This is here and there. this is over the course of sort of a fairly decent length of corridor here. So clearly something went on here. Can I get? Mm, I was going to say, can I get a perception check from anyone who wants to be sort of kind of paying attention? I mean, how, how are you proceeding down this corridor? Are you just sort of... I mean, I don't want to make a big, like, yeah. song and dance about it. Mm. I don't really want anything to know that we're here. I'd mm. say at the sign of weaponry, like, yeah, kind of try and motion to everyone to stick quiet. Mm. I don't really do caves, so I'm just dodging cobwebs at this point. Fair, <laughs> fair, yeah. Nasty cobwebs. Nasty <laughs> cobwebs. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, can I get stealth checks actually then first? Should I reroll? Yeah, if you would, yeah. Sorry. 13. 13, okay. That's a four. A four, a strong four. A strong four. <laughs> 19 on my stealth. 19, yeah, so you, you've been, since <laughs> you've been inside, you've been very careful with the cobwebs. You don't I'm like, not, I do not want them on me. You don't I've like been it. Raining in here. for too yeah. long. The ceilings aren't super low. But the very fact that there's ceilings and you're, there's no easy way to fly out of here has yeah, got I you can't. a little bit on edge, so you're already kind of creeping a bit. So that's a 22 for the perception check. Yeah. Okay, so as you stumble across, as you trip over a shield, yeah. um, making that. it clatter a little bit, um, from up ahead you can hear some... Don't bring dust down on me. <laughs> <laughs> from up ahead you think you, you hear the sound of some sort of clicking... Oh, great. Clacking, slightly skittery sort of noises from somewhere. Don't do that. Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, because that just... It's... We're dealing with like these giant fuck off metal spiders, and now all I can picture is a little well, a little, a massive spider face with its just little like beak things like <laughs> clacking at me. No friends. thanks, no. The power of friendship. Fuck friendship. <laughs> no. <laughs> Change a tune from earlier on. <laughs> when it comes to giant metal spiders, yes. <laughs> if I get reincarnated, I'm not going to come find you. Good. Stay away. <laughs> There's also a really light blue glow from up ahead as well. It's kind of around the corner. Friendship. Um, yeah. Blue glow of friendship. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what death looks yeah. like. So you hear, you hear some <laughs> I'm in danger. Slight skittering noises and there's some blue glow from up ahead. Wonderful. Guys, I think we found them. I'm not sure what gate what um, what gate gives it away. The simple human is correct. The simpleton. <laughs> I cl- instinctually clutch onto the Raven Queen holy symbol and then rim myself and like let go of it very quickly. Nevertheless, it brings you comfort. Brings me comfort knowing I can I can assist my 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 new allies if need be. Yes. Um, brings you courage. I should have said more than anything else. Yes. Yeah. Comfort. It's um, not like you don't grab it and you're like, oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, more like, it's more like, okay. Like I, a warm cup um, of tea. A blanket of thought. I'm not sure how this works in game, but can I view how hardy my companions are? Like in comparison to me, in terms of like, um, out of game, hit point wise. Like, all right, do either of them look in comparison to me? I mean. Dude, I'm majestic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tough to gauge. I would say you could kind of get a general sense of things and I would leave it up to you, a pair of you to let him know 
how you think you are. <laughs> like, I don't want. There's not do, really. Do you guys look hardy? Essentially, no. like okay. Big, I'm, big fat no. <laughs> I'm going to cast false life on uh, Celeste. You're so, going to cast what? Sorry, I was uh, the spell false life, uh, bolstering yourself with necromantic facsimile of life. You gain one d four plus four temporary hit points for the duration. So for the next hour, you Thank gain you, eight temporary hit points. I rolled max. Solid. Yay! So essentially, Thane kind of walks up to you and just kind of goes, "I'm not really good at this, but," and there's kind of like gently kind of like taps your shoulder, and uh, you kind of feel this coldness kind of come up within you, but it makes you feel like a bit, a bit tougher and a bit, a uh, bit stronger. I gain a little bit of a bounce in my step. Yeah. <laughs> As what as what Clang. <laughs> Onto another mm, shield. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. You feel on a scale of one to a hundred, eight better. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Sometimes that's all everybody needs. Yeah, just a little just an extra eight. An extra eight. Such job to eight. Yeah. Mm. Oh, avoid eights. Beware of it. Oh no. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Fane has just Fane has just killed you. Please hand in your character sheet and uh <laughs> Um so creeping and looking around the corner, in some cases not particularly stealthily. Mm-hmm. You can see the corridor opens out into um not particularly tall. It's about the same height as the corridor, so maybe about six, seven feet maximum. So it's not actually maybe a little higher, maybe eight feet. So you got a little bit of headroom. Um, <laughs> it's about eight <laughs> feet high, but like a, a quite long um, kind of gallery uh, of quite clearly kind of hewn, mined out rock. Um, probably about 120 feet long and about 40 feet wide, and just kind of extending away from you into the darkness, really. Uh, about 40 to 50 feet along the gallery, however, uh, sort of each giving off the, a sort of blue glow, uh, you very quickly can see four strange looking creatures uh, matching pretty closely the vague description that uh, Gordon gave to you. They're about five to six feet in length, uh, with bodies composed of a smooth blue kind of crystalline substance, uh, which is seems to be the source of the light and uh, arranged around the crystalline core of each creature on like a sort of kind of metallic framework are eight spindly metal legs uh, as you watch them uh, you can see a couple of them are sort of picking away at the base of a, a sort of rocky outcropping in the floor of the gallery uh, they seem to be just kind of passively investigating stuff uh, one of the creatures, however, does seem to have begun to make its way in your direction, uh, possibly in response to the sound you made tripping over the shield in the corridor. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Oh no! I mean, do we, do we, do we go? Do we attack now? Or do we? I don't know. In bird culture, we do not shy from a fight. Is that a yes? <laughs> we don't know how many there are. There, there, you can see four of them. Yeah, but are there any more anywhere else? That's you what I mean. You can't... Exactly. You, you don't have any way of knowing that right like, now. We don't know how many there are. I don't think there's any other around. way. You can't see any sign of any more dwarves or indeed... Uh, Oscar. Yeah. As I say, I mean, even with dark vision, I mean, there's a little bit of... There's low light from giving off by these, but the gallery kind of extends away into darkness, really, so you don't know quite how far it goes off. 
I mean, I can attempt to sort of hinder them a little bit before they get here. How close together are they? Uh, well, as I say, there's one that's sort of making its way towards the three of you up the gallery. Um, I say that one's probably about 40 feet away from you. The other three, they're not clustered that closely, but they're probably all within about 10, 15 feet of each other. Okay. And they're, they're about 50 to 60 feet away from you. Okay, no problem. Is there anywhere? Is it literally just like a, like just a room, just a corridor? It's like kind of, kind it of does it, open out. You, you, sort of, the corridor you're in has not been particularly wide, and this one you've kind of come to it, and it sort of it's about opens out to be about 40 feet wide and just, just kind of this long, sort of rough human. There's not a lot of, um, in the way of kind of cover, there's a couple mm. of rocky outcroppings here and there. Um, but the dwarves being quite meticulous, they've pretty much just carved out like <laughs> a full rectangle here, you know. Yeah. You know, geometry being one of their passions. We either attempt to go, like, against the wall, or we just fight. I want them to see to that we're here. There's nothing we can really hide behind. Totally up to you how you want to handle this. I'm just leaving it in your your hands here. Um, I guess with the miners, like, they wouldn't have been... Um, They're not as experienced. Yeah. Fighters. I think we can try and carve through these things as best we can. Fuck it, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Um, I'm <laughs> going to spin round the. Maybe uh, wait for it to get a little bit closer to us, though. Mm, you, you don't have to wait long before it gets within thirty feet if that's what you're waiting for. Oh no, I sp- I I just spin round the corner um, and like hiding behind my shield still okay. because I'm still not super brave. But you know what? I've got some friends with me, so um, sure. and as I'm behind my shield, I very quickly grab onto my holy symbol and there's this like semi-invisible kind of vibration that kind of sounds like the ringing of a bell and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. Alrighty. So that is a... Uh, we'll call this a surprise round. Uh, wisdom saving throw DC 16. Alrighty. Uh, I got a 12 so that is a... Yay. On that one. Uh, undamaged, yes? It's not damaged at the moment. So. 2d8. Eight points of necrotic damage. Eight points of necrotic damage. Okay, it kind of like it recoils and it's sort of like it's sort of like the body kind of dips a little bit, and then before it comes back up and immediately points towards you because you've made yourself quite a target here. Guys, I got. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, can everybody roll me initiative, please? Okay, so that's twenty-three for Erebus. The spiders have nineteen. Celeste. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. And uh, 15 for Fane. Uh, all right. As we're still calling this a surprise round then, um, <laughs> Celeste or Erebus want to do anything in the surprise round yet or before we go into proper combat order? Um, could you just... So how far are the spiders away from one another? So, um, uh, from, from one another. Okay, well, the, there's the one that's closer is about 30 feet from you now. Okay. Um, the other ones are about 50 feet away from you about 10 feet from each other, kind of in a sort of triangle. And I cast Firebolt. You yeah. certainly can. The yeah. one that's coming towards oh, us. The one that's coming towards you? Okay. Uh, make a spell attack roll for me, please. 19. 19 is a hit. Uh, roll your damage. Uh, 9. 9 damage. Okay. For fire yeah, damage. It sort of, this Firebolt streaks out, hits it and sort of scorches across it. You get the feeling maybe this isn't doing a huge amount of damage to it, but it's definitely done some. Okay. 
Did, did my damage seem to... Your damage seemed to take. Okay, normal. cool. Cool, cool, cool. Erebus, what would you like to do on the surprise round? Mm, they seem flame resistant. Um, I'm going to throw a spear at it. Throwing a spear at it? Okay. Yeah, why not? All right, make a range attack roll. Same one that's coming towards. Yeah. Just like Harpoon yeah. and a Spider back home. Basically. 20. 20? 20 is a hit. Uh, what type of damage is a spear? Piercing. Piercing, okay. Roll damage. Erebus is buff. <laughs> Erebus. So that will be a nine. Again, it, the spear kind of goes, but the, the kind of construction of it, you feel like you have kind of, you damage one of the legs with that hit, but again, it, you get the feeling like it's not really done quite as much. Uh, the crystalline body is quite resistant to any kind of piercing sort of stabs, but uh, you've done a little bit of damage to it. Fane looks at his dagger very sadly. <laughs> the one weapon he actually knows how to use. We are out of the surprise round and into our regular combat round and Erebus you get another go because <laughs> you were you rolled the highest oh I don't know how well this is going to take but this was my original plan uh, this is not going to go off basically okay I'm going to flame blade flame blade at it okay casting it yep uh, that's in your hand so you're running up and hitting it basically okay running or flying I don't know if I can fly in this environment there's not a lot of not a lot of <gasps> verticality what? Well, again, the dwarves are puny, puny people, and I have to debase myself to be at this level. Why do you think I've been preening since I got in here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't have to roll anything to cast it, I don't think, did you? Um, nope. Nope. Um, so, make an attack roll. Okay. I think it's just a regular melee attack roll. Uh, it's a melee spell attack, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a 13 plus 6. So, 19 is a hit? Yeah? Yes. Okay, roll your damage. 3d6, isn't it? That was a 2. And a 6. Mm-hmm. 8. And a 6. Nice. So, 14. 14. Okay, yeah, so the flame blade crashes down on it. Again, you get the feeling like the fire is kind of scorching across. You're definitely doing damage. It's just a little bit sort of... Less. A little bit less, maybe. But Something you're definitely like. doing damage. Uh, so you, that's your movement you've done that have you got a bonus action you would like to do at all or anything or not really I'd like to just kind of move back okay uh, yeah slightly if possible if not possible you're kind of engaged fine. in melee combat you can move back it'll uh, get an attack of opportunity how, how much it won't, it won't actually watch your speed you can, I think yeah, I don't think you've got any more movement no that's fine um, I've got 25 normal oh yeah so you can only just get to it anyway that's fine because you're not flying that's okay. Um, so, yeah, and moving back would be... Uh, it's a rogue thing to have disengage as a bonus, so... It's okay. Yeah, sorry. That's fine. Okay. Peasant walking is just one of those <laughs> things. <laughs> so we're actually onto the spiders next. So this first one, uh, upon getting hit by a, a flurry of attacks from all three of you, um, but then suddenly faced with the very close flaming blade of Erebus there is going to raise its two front legs and just sort of jab at you, Erebus, um, with a multi-attack. Um, uh, so that is a 10. That does not hit. Does not hit. And an actual one. So you do not get hit. Okay. Well, sorry, I, I missed how it was trying to hit me. It was kind of hitting you with its two front legs. Oh, uh, it was going stabby-stabby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Right, stabby, yeah. stabby away. <laughs> it kind of reared back and just sort of like the front legs came up off the ground and just sort of like poked at you. Lethal poking. Yeah. But you you dodge around them with your burden. Majestically, you dodge around them. I was going to say, yeah. I'm Dexy, man. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I glide and yeah. 
shimmy my way out of us. And that's that exactly <laughs> what you did. Yeah. I'm just kind of like batting the dust away with my tip of my wing, like, nah, no, no, no. Yeah. So the other three, as soon as this all starts kicking off, turn and start coming towards you. They're not uh, as a group, sort of in general. They're a little bit spread out, sort of sideways. Um, they can't quite make it to you this turn, but next turn you you may find yourself inundated with three other spiders. Huzzah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Celeste, what would you like to do? Um, Still in the doorway for the corridor. I'll cast magic missile. Nice. To the three that are coming towards us. Okay, so one bolt per each. Yes. One bolt each. Yeah, sure. uh, that's, they, that, just, that just hits, doesn't they it? They automatically yeah. hit, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's two, <laughs> five, and four. Okay. So yeah, these missiles crash in. That's force damage, isn't it? Yes. Yes, uh, they crash in. Do seem to be doing the amount of damage that you would expect. Two, five, and a four, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're made of crystal, so maybe it'll crack them a bit. All right. Are you, are you moving at all? Or? I'll move forward a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, so just sort of getting out of the corridor entrance, give yourself a bit more room to yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah, but like I don't want to, because a lot of mine are just ranged attacks. So yeah, I don't that's fair. Too yeah, yeah. Close. Cool. Alrighty, uh, Fane, what would you like to do? Uh, seeing that Erebus is in combat with one, um, he's going to rush up to it, and as he's running, he just kind of like has one hand kind of free, mm-hmm. and he almost kind of like starts to lift it up, and as he does, a kind of thinking back to the previous room, summons a spe- a like grey, dark grey spectral battle axe All right. into the air. And it swings down towards the one that's next, kind of coming okay, towards Okay, so not there. the one that's fighting... Not the closest Erebus. one, but okay, the so one that's kind of coming spiritual in. spiritual weapon. Yes, yeah. casting spiritual weapon, okay. which, uh, as part of the casting, makes an attack. Which is my spell casting bonus. 21. 21, that's a hit. Yeah. yeah. That's 1d8 plus... Uh, is that just bludgeoning, or is that... Uh, that's radiant damage. Radiant, okay. It's a physical... Like ringing ability. Yeah. Although I rolled a one, so that's six points six of ringing hey, damage. Yeah, but it's persistent though, isn't it? So it stays around. Yeah, stay, it yeah. stays up there. Um, it doesn't say what I use to do an addition, another attack with it. It says move it as a bonus action. Is it attack as a bonus action? Um. Okay, so bonus action. Yes. Yeah. So it's a bonus action. Um, and then as an action, he's just gonna toll the dead to the one that Erebus is fighting. Sure. Uh, which is, because it's damaged, going to take 2d12 if he fails his wisdom save. Wisdom save. As a natural 20. It doesn't do anything. No. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's my turn. Yeah, that is your turn. Okay, we are back around to Erebus. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he, he runs up to the creature. So in you're now in, in, com- in, in melee. In, in yeah, melee. yeah. Okay, I've, got, right. I've got some stuff I can do. I will let go of my blade. <laughs> okay. Blade just dissipates into thin air. Just... Everybody's quite close to me, aren't they? So Lester's a bit further back. Um, Fane is right up kind of with you um this you you're in melee combat with one spider there's three kind of making their way up the room i'll say if possible i'll stay five feet away so that i'm not getting in in, in oh yeah, in you're not space. in a way but you're sort of also in melee combat did you mean so you kind of gone around to the side yes if possible okay. yeah, yeah sure i'll keep that in mind yeah so i'm not kind of occupying erebus's space mm-hmm. no yeah. worries mm, but you're still within 15 feet aren't you yes yeah, so we still occupy my space. Um, okay, I. Sure, I will thunderclap at it. Thunderclap? Okay. Yeah, why not? Sure. 
Uh, con save of 14. Con save 14, okay. Uh, is a 12. Okay. So it takes 2d6. 2d6 thunder damage with that. Yep. Yeah, awesome. I believe. Go for it. That was a one. That was a two, three. Three, okay. <laughs> this is the one you were already fighting. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking pretty bad now, but it's still kind of just sort of shuddering on its feet and it's sort of, yeah. It's still there, basically. <laughs> it's still around. Uh, just about. Okay. <laughs> so that that one then. Now we're, uh, unless you want to no. move. Okay. Um, that one is now it's sort of surrounded. It's sort of feeling it's a um, little bit penned in. It's going to take one swipe at you and one at fame. That is a... 13 for you, Erebus. Does not hit. Does not hit. And a 7 for you, Fane. Misses. Misses. Okay, I'm rolling really badly. Um, unfortunately, though, Fane, another one runs up and has a has a crack at you from where it is. Oh, no. Um, this is the one that you hit with your spiritual weapon, though. Oh, no. That's, well, that's, that's rude. That was a 9 grab you. Uh, that still misses. Okay. <laughs> um... Uh, one of the other ones also runs up towards you, Erebus, because you, you're just kind of right there. 13. That does not hit. Okay, I'm rolling really poorly for these attacks, we'll which take is, it. is good for you guys, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I have one more. Uh, I feel like it would have seen the firebolt, mm-hmm. um, so it sort of starts kind of clacking its way around the combat in the middle, kind of aiming for you, Celeste, but it can't quite get to you okay. at this point, because you'd hung back a little ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is your go. Um, I want to cast Ray of Frost to the one that's coming towards me. Okay, sure. Twelve. Uh, twelve does not hit, I'm afraid. Shit. So, um, yeah, you're sort of still kind of... The, the, the sort of flashing of the spiritual weapon and the fireball, it's sort of... And it's very dark in here otherwise. Mm. You kind of... You see this sort of the blue glow of this sort of crystalline spider coming around the edge of that and you go, oh, crap. Fire at him and just... It just misses and sort of sprays up the side of one of these little rocky outcroppings and that, and so that's now covered in frost, but the spider itself is uh, not, not frosted, <laughs> yes. Okay. Would you like to move at all or anything? Um, is there any of those, like, little rock? Yeah, um, you could kind of back away and get behind one of them and put a bit more distance between you and the one that's kind of... Yeah. ...that you just aimed at if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Fame. You are in combat with two spiders. Yay. I'm going to bonus action move and attack with my spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, There's one that you've already hit, which is in combat with you. Yeah, let's hit him. Why not? Yeah. That is... 12. 12 misses, I'm afraid. Um, kind of seeing it kind of like avoid that as it, I'm assuming, like comes a bit more towards me. Yeah, it's kind of, you, as I said, you can't see any eyes on these things, so you're not entirely sure where their perception is coming from. But as your uh, spiritual weapon swings down, it kind of just dodges slightly, even though you would kind of, I guess you'd mentally thought like, oh, it's coming up from behind on it. Yeah, it but will it, sneak it, up. But... Yeah, you get the feeling that they haven't really got as directional vision as maybe a regular I'm just trying, gonna try and like, slam my shield into it, but like not like physically doing it, but then like slamming and doing toll the dead again. Okay, I'm like, sure. Mm, kind yeah, of firing yeah. out towards yeah, it. Yeah, it's already damaged, so that is the that's a wisdom save on my part. Isn't it? Yes, that is a six. No, that is also six. Six total. Six points of necrotic damage. Necrotic. Yep, that seems to take. Yay. 
Um, it's already damaged, so doesn't it? Didn't you do 2d12? 2d12. I did do okay, 2d12. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure what you. That's yeah. alright. Alrighty. Uh, you're just kind of staying put, are you? Yeah, I'm kind of holding in, kind of being like, oh, this is quite terrifying. Oh god. Yeah. The, the weird thing as well is that they're not making any noise as well, uh, other than like a slight kind of clacking, creaking with the legs. There's no screeching. There's no kind of like things that you would expect from any kind of scary cave creatures. These things are just kind of like. Not just quite kind of, it like freaks, basically. Yeah, they're just kind of moving and doing things. It's a little... I didn't see... We didn't see any of them climb up any walls, did we? Not yet. Okay. Huh. Not Great. yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not... I didn't, wait, I mean, just you haven't seen that. I just mean... No worries. I don't okay. want to imply that that's, that's imminent. Right. I got you, I got you. <laughs> Look to the skies, everybody. I was say, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what lovely children you have. <laughs> Do we uh, hear the call of the Skeleton King? <laughs> <laughs> Dance for me. Friend! <laughs> uh, Erebus, what would you like to do? Ooh, I, I guess I'll try and frostbite my nearest friend. Sure. Con save. Con save of 14. 14. That's an 11. Okay. First one is a 2. Second is a 4. 6 total. 6 total, okay. This is the... Are you going for the one that... You, the first one. Yes, yeah? my, okay. my buddy. So that one, his limbs kind of finally seem to just kind of seize up and just sort of, like, where you frostbitten him, it's kind of like his joints have kind of frozen over and it just sort of slumps on the ground. It's a sad death. It is a little bit sad, yeah. <laughs> that one is now down. He had so much potential. <laughs> you are still faced with one that is undamaged, though. And, of course, Fane has... One also, but well, no, one of them has just been just been destroyed. There were four. There were four. One of them is circling round, sort of looking at Celeste. One of them was just destroyed. One of them um, came round to the left to attack Erebus, and the other one came round to the right to attack yeah, you. Got it. So yes, that one, the one that you've been tolling the dead and spiritual weaponing on, um, doesn't seem very happy with you. It. I mean, it's tough to know that because it makes no noise and no, no, fa- no facial expression on it. <laughs> but um, just by the general kind of. His general kind of vibe. His general demeanour. Yeah. He, he My passive insight tells me that it's just not happy with me. He doesn't look like a friend. Oh. <laughs> Friends. Friendship. Towards the blue light so of friendship. So he is going to do the whole lifting up of his front two and having a pop at you. Ah, damn it. A murder poking. Uh, that is a 16. Just hits. Just hits. That's a total of seven bludgeoning damage to you. Ooh. That was on the first hit. First hit. Okay. And second. Second one is a ten. New. So yeah, you do- ah. you dodge around one of them, and the other one just jabs you in the side. Doesn't feel like a th- something a friend would do. Oh. <laughs> True friends stab <laughs> you in the side with their pincers. <laughs> the uh, the other one who had circled round uh, to you, Erebus, is also going to uh, take a pincer stab at you. Everything is a stab with these guys. Uh, that's a 12. That does not hit. Doesn't hit, okay. And the second one is a 4. That so does not hit I'm not either. rolling well at all with these guys. <laughs> Again, all. we will take it. <laughs> the final one, uh, Celeste, is sort of skittering towards you. Mm-hmm. As it approaches you, it can, it can basically almost get to you within about 10 feet of you. Um, the air around it begins to get hazy. Joy. A sort of seems to be spreading out from it in a kind of like waving sort of like almost like a heat haze um, but you know it's not that hot in here uh, 
Can I get a constitution saving throw from you? Twenty-one. Twenty-one? Yeah, okay, so as this kind of haze kind of goes around you, you kind of start to feel your limbs kind of seize up, uh, but you just sort of like, you're like, oh, and you just sort of shake it off and that, but you feel like this would have done some kind of paralysis effect on you. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, that's that one's turn. Uh, It is now your go, Celeste. Um, I want to try casting Ray of Frost again sure. on the one that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take a natural one. Ooh. Does so that, that hit? That's a strong natural that's one. A strong <laughs> natural one. Uh, that does not hit, I'm afraid. No? Yeah. So, <laughs> surprising, isn't it? Yeah. Sure? backy. <laughs> so, yeah, in the, in the process of sort of shaking off this paralysis effect, you kind of let loose your Ray of Frost. And it just goes, it goes wide and just sprays across the ceiling. Okay. Yeah. Grand. Yeah. Would you like to move at all or any bonus actions or anything? Um, yeah, I'll scuttle back a little yeah. bit. Kind of just doing yeah. the whole kind of like MMO kiting the thing around the room sort yeah, of Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're having like a little dance with it at the moment. Yes, yeah. so a friendship the dance. M- I was picturing the MC Hammer like... Ooh. Like the hammer, quite, dance, no. the hammer dance. That that's what I was panicked. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, Fane, we are back round to you. Cool. Um, still got the one in front of me, so I'm gonna take a swing with my spectral battle axe. Mm-hmm. My first, my bonus action. It's a twenty to hit. That hits. Yay. Ooh, that's better. That's 12 points of radiant damage. 12 points of radiant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is looking a little rough, but it, it is still holding itself together. Mm, I can see Erebus is kind of playing, like, dodging around the one behind, the one next to him. Uh, is that within melee with me still? That, that one isn't. The no, that's the other side, really. Uh, in which case, I'm just going to toll the dead. Uh, with the one in front of me, the same one. Okay, yeah, same sure. One. Yeah, try and yeah, try and take him down. Eighteen. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, that's, that's I'm doing good. better on my I saving hit. throws than my attack rolls. Yeah, I yeah. hit with a spiritual weapon though. I'm proud yeah, of that. Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. Uh, Erebus. So, how close is my buddy? Fame. Or. The spider. Well, it's right. Of course, it's not me. I'm I'm still growing. Yeah, it's it's still growing. Yeah, you took one out, and then the other one is sort of scuttling. Just just there, scuttling. Say hi, scuttle buddy. Sod it. I'm gonna bonus action my blade back and take another swipe at it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Flame blade. Flame blade. I don't know why we both did that. (laughs) Yeah. That's That's a ten. A ten. Okay. That is a miss. I'm afraid. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. You take a swing. It's maybe been watching your movements as you've been dodging its hits. It's sort of seen your, seen your blade coming, even though you just, it just appeared out of thin air. It looked really cool. You just missed. It lit up the room for yeah, ten yeah, feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked majestic. It just didn't do a lot. That's all we can ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the one in front of you, Fane, is going to also kind of hunker down and kind of the air around it is going to get a little bit kind of shimmery heat hazy can i get a constitution saving throw from you me? certainly may let's use my my bloody the blood dice the blood dice oh 19 19 is a success yes so again you much like celeste you feel your limbs kind of begin to seize up and you just kind of shake it off and um 
Taylor Swift would be proud of you. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and it hurts my very soul to make that reference. Yep. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I hate myself a little bit more. How much now. damage do we all take as a group? Just quite a bit. I quite take bit. 10 points of reputation damage. <laughs> Uh, the one facing you, Erebus, is going to multi-attack you with its two front limbs again. Of course. Uh, that's a 17. That does hit. It does six points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. Yeah, stacking up. <laughs> and it's a second attack. That's a seven, so uh, I'm <laughs> going to take a while guess that doesn't hit. Uh, okay, so uh, final spider again. So uh, with its uh, paralysis effect seemingly having no effect on you, Celeste, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to rear back, uh, much like the other ones, and uh, just jab at you with its two front legs. Stabby. <laughs> uh, so 13. Uh, misses. Misses. And an 18 to hit. Hits. Six points of bludgeoning damage. Good thing you got those temp hit points. Yes, thank you. And it's your go. Is it how close is it? It's kind of in melee range now, so it's right up on you. Okay, so I want to cast... Oh, actually. I'll cast Shocking Grasp. Okay. It, so you have advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Would it still count as advantage because they've got metal on them? That's a very good question. Um, Body's made of metal, technically. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it armor, but it sort of is because it's sort of legs are... Yeah, let's say, yeah. Because okay. it's yeah, because it's an electricity thing of sort of conductivity and that. Yeah, let's say yes, you get advantage on that. Twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. That's twelve points of lightning damage. Awesome. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that one sort of freezes in place a little bit. It's not down at all by any stretch, but it's you know that was a that was a solid hit. Get the feeling lightning damage is uh, finally. Yeah, <laughs> I actually <laughs> hit bit something. A little bit of a better choice than the the fire that was getting hit earlier. Bane, mm-hmm. um, what would you like to do? Uh, taking a swing with the spiritual with the weapon. Old spiritual weapon. Old spiritual weapon. Same one. Same one. Eleven. That's a miss. No. Um, You're carving some good grooves into the floor <laughs> that are sort of glowing briefly with the radiant oh, energy. Oh, the dwarves might be proud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seeing that Celeste is kind of has just about gone toe to toe with the guy there, like he's just got to him, I'm going to uh, whir around and send this bolt of like glowing uh, radiant energy in like this kind of like uh, great sort of style and cast guiding bolt Sweet. Yeah, towards the creature. Range spell attack, I take it. Yep. It's either really high or it's a one by your facial expression. That's a natural one. <laughs> Waste of a spell. Not a particularly well-guided guiding bolt. <laughs> I just I just whir around and boom. Yeah. Again, it looked really cool. It just missed. Yeah. That's all. Maybe not. I wouldn't say you're quite on Erebus level majestic, but it you know it was a cool look of sort of like spin round and ha ha. Miss with both attacks. Yeah. <laughs> But not yet a, I'm not glorious. A great, not a great round for fame, but um, no, yeah. no. You're getting into the swing of fighting, though. You're not really a, you're a cleric of death, not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at the stuff afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Erebus, uh, what would you like to do? Mm, I don't really want to use. I've got like a spell I think would work, but at the same time, I'd rather not use it now because spell slots. Um. 
I'm gonna yeah continue to be generic and go flame blade again. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean, yep. you've already used that spell, so like, you might as well keep using yeah, it. Yeah. So. I was gonna say I've got it. Okay. Yeah. Let's try this again. So that is a twenty-two. That's definitely a hit. Wonderful. Yeah. That's what we like. Oh, that is a five. Another five. And a three. So that is thirteen points of damage. Thirteen. Okay. Again, the flame damage doesn't seem to do as much, but you're definitely getting some solid hits in there. You, Chipping away. You, yeah, you're doing damage. It's just, yeah, you get the feeling fire is not... With very fan point strikes. Yeah, melting yeah. away. Oh, yeah, it's flipping around. It's it's doing cool The Game cool of Thrones fans just stuff. picture... If this was a movie, those shots would be in the trailer. It looks awesome. Yep, <laughs> His feathers are glistening as he goes. <laughs> he's warmed by firelight. He's not there for results. He's there to make a statement. Yeah. Basically, yeah. somewhere, somewhere hidden in this cave, there is a camera, even though cameras weren't invented, and someone is filming him. <laughs> he's there to raise the overall coolness level. Yeah. Yep. You'll learn programmed illusion and be like, "Hey, kids, this is what I did." <laughs> Praise me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that one in front of you, Faye, is just gonna keep plugging away. What? At me? But I'm so wee. <laughs> uh, that's an eleven to hit. Eleven? Nope. Misses. And a sixteen. Just hits. Just hits. Uh, and that's four points of bludgeoning damage. Oh boy. The uh, the one facing you, Erebus, is going to attempt the paralysis attack. Uh, can I get a constitution saving throw from you, please? Mm, we can. Plus three, seven. Seven, okay. So it starts in your in your wings. You're kind of flapping them a little bit to kind of keep them out of the way. But you suddenly feel the sort of the seizing up of the tendons and muscles and that. And before you know it, you can't move your arms and you're sort of locked in place and you kind of... You, you've got a good balance on you because you were kind of had your combat stance going, but you can't move at all. You're paralysed. God damn it! Are you? You're frozen in a majestic position, though. Like Apollo, I am frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing. It's okay. It's just a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Celeste, the other one's going to keep jabbing away at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a fifteen to hit. Uh, just hits. That's four points of bludgeoning. Uh, so second attack. 19 uh, uh, that 3 points of bludgeoning yeah. <laughs> and, and it's your go how far away is Erebus and Fane? I th- I, in my head I've kind of had it if you sort of skirting back and sort of circling around them almost so they're probably about 15-20 feet away from you um, I'll do shock and grasp again shock and grasp again? yeah go for it this is a, with advantage as well 14 14 and just misses I'm afraid oh piss yeah, reeling from the two hits, you go to do the shock and grasp, and mm-hmm. you're just still reeling a little bit. And it's it's dark in here, you know. Stuff's yeah, yeah. Stuff's confusing as hell. <laughs> Pain. Taking a swing. Do it. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Dope, dope, dope. Twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. So yeah, you bring your spiritual weapon down and just crunch this thing into the into the hell rock. Hell yeah! And it uh, it sort of shudders a little bit and then stops. Awesome. Um, I'm then going to spin round and then toll the dead the one that was attacking Erebus. Good call. Just like spinning round like with the shield because it's in my yeah. um, my left arm and just kind of like <laughs> send like that bonging sound towards yeah. it. What are you bonging it against? Uh, the actual like body of the creature. Oh, right, so I'm not like hitting it to do damage. <laughs> I did wonder. I was like, well, are, no, you just, it, are you just kind of holding it and going the cast, bong? The casting of the spell actually makes a, a like toll the noise, just... but it sounds cool to make it just like hit into it yeah, yeah. and just have it go bong. Yeah. You time it just right as, you, as you're yeah. hitting it, yeah. Uh, that's an 11. Hey! 15 points of necrotic 15. damage. Wait, is uh, that a 3? Yes, 15. 15. Well, that is pretty good. Maybe not 
quite enough as there because it's sort of still twitching and it sort of turns towards you kind of like damaged if you know what I mean but it's still up run up in melee to it if I can sure yeah you can do that yeah Erebus you can make a uh, now we're back to your turn you are still paralysed but you can make a constitution saving throw to see if you can shake it off Mm, I can do my best yeah that is a nine nine that's still a fail but believe it or not that's only just a fail that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so majestic so you are still, in my posture. Still, still paralyzed. Yep. Yeah. I probably yeah, shouldn't fine. be telling you how close it is for these roles, that's but whatever. Okay. Do you know it's what? Fine. It feels like there might be hope. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to I'm just trying to keep the morale up for that. Okay. We've, ta- yeah. we've taken some hits from these guys. Like yeah. we're we're surviving. I'm I'm Yeah, you're learning I'm what the deal is. And that, you know. Yeah. yeah. The, the one that was the one that paralyzed you has turned towards um Fane who gave it a pretty good whack with the toll of the dead. Weapon. Gonna, gonna uh, take a a swing a two at him as a six nope and an 18 yes so doing four points of bludgeoning so yeah, you, again you dodge one you'd, you'd got an enclosed to toll the dead on it and it like while you're doing that it just swing, swings a leg ground and just jabs at you but then you dodge the other one no worries i'm 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 i'm, I'm looking, you're not looking good I'm, I'm i'm i've seen better days okay Fair enough, but hey, you've taken out two of them, and the other two have taken some damage. Don't so. be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, one that's up against you, Celeste. Mm-hmm. That is a six and a four. They both miss. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, it's your go. Um, I will cast poison spray. Poison spray. Okay. Yes. So it's a yeah, it's a con saving throw of thirteen. <laughs> a five wicked that's nine points of poison damage nine points of poison damage so yeah it's engulfed in the spray the poison sort of seems to be seeping onto it but just kind of running off of it and it doesn't really seem to react at all to okay the spray still takes damage though right or not i can neither confirm or deny that basically Grand. it's poison resistant <laughs> that's what this is sounding oh, like Bane, it's your go <laughs> awesome um, bonus action, move my spiritual weapon mm-hmm. and give him a good, good give him a good thwack. Good, good weapon. 23. That's definitely a hit. And that is nine points of raiding damage. Okay, so yeah, again, this one you just crunch him into the ground and um, yeah. Hey, that's... I took him down. Yeah. Hey. Leaving only the one that is facing Celeste. Uh, yeah, we're around and um, I'm going to with like the bandaged hand uh-huh. I'm going to be like <laughs> wince a little bit and I'm going to hit the back of the shield and send out the vibration and do told the dead cool towards it alright uh, that's a 14 that's a fail sweet 16 17 points of uh, necrotic damage well I can tell you he had 16 hit points so I'm trying to think of a original way to not say how do you want to do this but d- uh, describe your victory <laughs> That actually sounds really cool. Yeah. I dig that. Okay, Just... yeah, no, I'm claiming that one. Yeah. No, it's it's describe your victory. We need it on a shirt. Um, <laughs> describe your victory. Legally um, distinct from how do you want to do this? Um, so the one in front of Celeste, kind of, you see the body kind of begin to kind of starts to shudder a little bit, and there's almost like a like a little high pitched noise, and all the crystalline its legs is it crystal. The the body section is crystal the legs are kind of metal. okay so the le- the legs begin to kind of shimmer and then the body starts to and then 
crack and then like burst out and loads of like crystalline powder um, as the the tolling of the bell kind of like shakes through mm. there and um, yeah Fane just kind of peeks up from over a shield yeah <laughs> as like you are left in silence and darkness as the last of these which were the only source of light in here dies you do hear the sound of Erebus falling over in the dark though can I try and try and, try and catch him yeah, you can try. So I'm kind of nearby. Yeah, Actually, yeah. no, I'm in, I was in five feet. Yeah, you can try and catch. Yeah, I'm going to try and... Just do a dex check. <laughs> so, well, the last one. Fourteen. Yeah, you just get an arm out and grab Erebus. And that. Um, Erebus, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. a few seconds pass and you, the para- paralysis seems to fade. You find Fane is... I mean, you were aware, but like Fane has sort of stopped you from sprawling unmajestically on the ground. I thank you for maintaining my dignity. That's okay. I don't think anyone saw it. <laughs> Is everyone looking slightly rough? Uh, I think yes. everyone took a couple no. of hits. Um, oh, you didn't. You had one or two, didn't you? But... Um, I'm just gonna lay. Oh, what? What? Wait, what is it? What's the paladin spell? Uh, lay on hands. I'm gonna lay on hands myself. That's a five hit points. Yeah, I took yeah, six cool. hit points of damage. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Mm. A couple of your hits were on the temporary how, ones, weren't how, they, Celeste? How bad are you, Celeste? I'm not awful. Uh, I'm just like, yeah, I don't need that much. I'm just going to do a third level cure wounds on myself then. You guys can take a short rest if you want as well, if you wanted to just spend hit dice. Sure. I'll do that instead. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so we'll say then um, that with no more signs of life from the strange crystalline metal spiders, the three of you stop to catch your breath. Uh, but the ominous darkness at the far end of the mining gallery beckons you deeper below the surface. Alright, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, We'll be back as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday, October 29th with the next chapter of this story, and we hope you'll all join us for that. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all of which we're at Pretend with Dice. Uh, if you're a Discord user, we have our own server up on there, which you can get to by the link in our Twitter bio and on the contact page of our Podbean feed. Uh, so yeah, come join us on there and hang out. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Lastly, uh, no matter what podcast platform you use, we always appreciate ratings and reviews. Uh, So if you've enjoyed the podcast at all, go ahead, leave us a rating, review, whatnot. Uh, We'd just love to hear what everybody thinks of the show, and it all helps others to find the podcast. Uh, All right then, so uh, for now, that's our show. We hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.